Welcome back to another episode, What's In Yours, The Talk Show, where we keep it to you raw and uncut, agree to disagree, but it's just our thoughts. I'm one of your hosts, T. Martin. On the side, I got Doc. <laughs> Doc, a.k.a. Dwight, uh, CEO, uh, 14 Films, because Twan want me to say 14 Films on here, so I'm going to get it out the way right now. Uh, What's In Yours, co-host. We back again. It's another episode. We excited. We got some something special for y'all tonight. Uh, Yo, so he yeah, admitted that he was it. the co-host today. Oh, he did. Yeah. So we might have signed the deal, coach. Yeah, we that's what it sounded like just now. I messed up. <laughs> yeah, you done messed up. You done messed up. <laughs> but we can't, we can't forget about who on the ones and twos today, too. He yeah, back, too. Yes. Uncle Rob, yes, DJ yes. Rob. You already know it. So on it. Shout out to DJ Rob, DJ Unk. Heavy Unk. Heavy Unk. Heavy Unk. Heavy Unk. So today, man, we got a good one for y'all, man. We got some company that stopped by too. You know what I mean? This guy, man, he's he's doing his thing right now. He's the AD of uh, Corey Graham's elite programs. Mm. He's a, a head coach for mm. varsity football and basketball at Health Science. Mm. A mentor, a father. Put your hands together. I always wanted to say that like Steve Harvey. <laughs> Put your hands together for Coach Ty, man. Yeah, yeah, Coach Ty. Appreciate you having me. Wow, we got Coach Ty in the building. That's crazy. It's crazy right now. It's about to get crazy. So, uh, Coach Ty, let the people know about you who don't know about you already. Um, I run a couple different youth programs. Uh, Corey Graham Sports Academy is the overall umbrella of what we're doing uh it's a sports academy more or less like a sports fraternity mm. you know uh, i got visions on trying to put together a, pre- a post-grad prep school for kids after high school you know just so we can get our kids on the right path to go to college not that the high school is not doing a good job but there's still some things some tools that our kids need to advance before they get to college that i think we can get them necessary skills but we use sports as a way of means to reaching the kids to teach them life life lessons. You know, we call mm-hmm. it education through athletics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we try to use, you know, the same thing in sports that you have to use in life, the same morals, values, concepts that you gotta use in life that we try to use in sports. So, you know, I have created over the last 20 years, I created a youth football program. Uh, we started out as the GC Cowboys, which is guys, children Cowboys, uh, which is now the Corey Graham Elite Eagles. Uh, I partnered up with Greg Hughes, which was the Upstate Falcons because we as partners with the basketball program. We started out our youth basketball program as well. And we kind of changed the name because our basketball program was Upstate Basketball. We both had youth football programs, uh, GC Cowboys, Upstate Falcons. So what we did was we put it all under one umbrella. Uh, You know, I met with Corey, uh, which is Corey Graham is an ex uh, NFL player. Legend. uh, Two time Super Bowl champ uh, with the Ravens and the Buffalo, uh, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. He also played with the Bills, but he was drafted by Chicago Bears uh, 12 years ago. Turner Carroll. Yes, Turner Carroll. Shout out to Corey Graham. Yeah, definitely shout out to Corey Graham. So, you know, we started out about 20 years ago with the youth, you know, just trying to get them exposure, you know, with youth football and youth basketball. The basketball kind of took more of a, a leading role over the youth sports because we take the kids on, on the road. You know, we play in college tournaments where they get college exposure. You know, we're trying to add that ad-lib with football where we take them to Florida and they get exposure playing youth football and the nationals and everything. But it's kind of different. We got youth basketball, which go starts, you know, from fourth grade all the way up to eighth grade. But then we get in the high school version of basketball where we travel, uh, play in front of college coaches. Our youth football goes to 12 youth. 
Uh, we used to go to 15U, but we kind of wanted our kids that was older to play JV high school, get acclimated with playing high school athletics. So now we just got from 6U to 12U, uh, CG League Eagles. High school started after that, but our, our starting point was youth football. We was volunteering our time, working with the kids, just trying to keep them off the streets and try to get them to do something positive, you know, fundamentally with athletics. You know, not only that, like I said, we want to teach them life skills, you know, because the times that they had practice, the times they had our mentoring programs, they off the streets, mm. you know. So we try to keep them more focused on doing positive things versus a lot of negative things that grasp on us in our streets that we see every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we grew up in the streets. We grew up with the temptation, with the drugs, money, gang violence and everything. So we're just trying to put a different culture, a different dynamic in front of our kids. So that's what I've been doing the last 20 years, you know, just working with the kids in our communities. You know, just trying to, you know, give them a different look, give them a couple more doors that they can go through besides one door that they have that we all had. You know, we ain't have too many, too many options growing up. So I've been wanting to provide those options for our kids in this day and age. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been successful at it. We had, uh, I had a good run, you know, to be able to be able to be a high school coach. I started out being assistant football coach at Riverside. That's where I started out my high school coaching. I had had the opportunity to coach. I had been there for three to four years. I coached that time in. But to have the opportunity to coach at Health Science and start my own football program, it, it was major for me, you know, because of the work that I put in. Big health. You know, big health. <laughs> you know, so I was the basketball coach at Health Science. That's where I started at coaching high school basketball as a head coach. I won a state championship at Middle College, Middle Early College, coaching basketball. Randy Rich, he gave me my first opportunity to coach high school basketball. But Robert Baxter gave me the ultimate opportunity to be a head coach, to run a program the way I see fit to be able to put our kids in position to go to college. You know what I mean? So big ups to Rob Baxter and Rob. the administration at Health Science for giving me the opportunity to uh, put the kids on the platform that they need to be on to get exposure. Mm-hmm. But that's what I've been doing over the last 20 years. Sound like Man. you've been busy. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what I love doing. You know, to, to be able to get paid to do something that I love to do is one thing, but you know, to be able to be around these kids and put them in a position to be successful, to be able to go to college, to get degrees, to be able to provide for their families, you know, mm-hmm. when they get our age, that's my motivation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, to change lives. And that's what we've been doing it with our programs and our mentorship. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they do say you do, you find something you love, you'll never work again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? And I, I, I wake up every day loving doing what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people don't like going to do the 9 to 5. But for me to have an opportunity to do something that I love to do and get paid at the same time, that's just a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, who inspired you? When you first started coaching on your journey, oh man! For the football side of it, you know it was my pops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My pops. You know, with a lot of temptation, a lot of me, my brothers, and my sisters. You know what I mean? We grew up in the streets. You know, we grew up doing things that we had no business doing. You know what I'm saying? And my father always kept me in football, though. You know what I mean? So he inspired me. He motivated me to stay in football. You know, to try to make some of myself. You know, besides just being a, a street legend. You know what I mean? He wanted me to be a, a football legend. Mm-hmm. So I had the opportunity to go to college. I went to Buff State. I went to Alfred State, and I went to Charleston Southern University in South Carolina. So I had a great football career. Obviously, I didn't make it to the NFL, but I learned a lot of things on my journey. You know, so I big up to my pops. You know, Gregory Parker. You know, he inspired me as a youth. You know what I mean? And kept me in the sports and. And I turned out to be, you know, somewhat pretty good at what I do. You know what I mean? So big ups to him on the football side. But for the basketball side, you know, rest in peace, my man Elijah Dean Scott. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, growing up watching him coach, I mean, he was a legend out here, you know, in the streets. Mm-hmm. But he also gave back, you know, on the basketball side. You know, he had Dean's Dewey Street, you know, and I was just watching him. And then I always looked at when Above the Rim came out. 
Oh yeah, that's my you know joint. I mean, Birdie. I looked at I looked at Dean. I looked at Dean like Birdie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you know the kids loved him. Everybody loved him, and he was doing a good thing. You know he had him playing basketball and everything. So he kind of inspired me to be a coach, saying that you know regardless that we do come from the streets, that we can't give back, that we can't mm-hmm. help other people in athletics. You know, so mm-hmm. he kind of inspired me in basketball. So I had my pops who inspired me in football, and you know Dean, God rest his soul. You know he inspired me to be a coach of basketball as well. You know, but when I came home from college, my sister, uh, Kiyoka, and my brother, Mario, they was in athletics. They was 12 and 13 when I came home from school. And, you know, they didn't have an opportunity to play on nobody's team. So I created basketball teams, some of the teams for me to play on. And I told them, you know, me helping them, they helped me become a coach. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I wasn't thinking about coaching basketball. I was into coaching football because I wanted to give back because I played college. And I really, really knew that. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew I can, mm-hmm. I, I can get that back because I knew that like I knew how to tie my shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, that's what took me off in the football was the my sister and brother in basketball. You know what I mean? They wanted they the one who made me the coach that I am today. And if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. So how, how how long have you been coaching? Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, I started coaching football when I came up from college in two thousand, and basketball I started in two thousand two. So football twenty two years, basketball twenty years even. I actually started my first basketball team in the Randy Smith League in 2002. Oh, Randy Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a throwback. Yeah, and I was coaching. I played in the Randy Smith League as well. You know, so it was big for me to be able to come back and put a team in that same league that, you know, helped me become a basketball player as well. For sure. You know what I mean? So that's how long I've been in the game, and and I love it. You know what I mean? I love working with the kids. You know, just working with them and teaching them outside of athletics, though. You know, because some of them don't got male figures in their life. You know, a lot of kids were raised with single parents, single moms. You know, you got some single fathers out there, but the majority of it is single moms. So for me to be able to guide them and, you know, teach them, give them knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, you know, on how to succeed was a blessing for me to be able to do that for the youngest in our community. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many championships you got throughout your career? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's the one right there. Yeah. Uh, youth, youth football championships. Man, I got probably got probably eight, but I got one national championship in the youth football at the 15U. Uh, I won a national championship with that. But basketball, AU basketball, me and Major Crawford, we did basketball. Oh, man. Shout out to Mage, man. You know what I mean? I yes. can't even. When we started out with GC Ballers, that's where we started out with the basketball, AU basketball mm-hmm. program. That's where I started at with Tommy Adams. He brought me in, Jeff Bishop. You know, they brought me in the game of AU basketball, but. Man, I can't even count how many AAU basketball championships mm. I got. You know, it's too many to remember. I lost but count. Yeah, I lost count with I that. You know, because it's with AAU basketball, you do a lot of tournaments. Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you do yeah. five to ten tournaments a year. So, you figure over 20 years. Yeah, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't even, you know, I lost a lot. You don't get me wrong, but that's what helped show me how to become a winner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we won a lot. You know oh, I mean? you had some players come through there. Yeah, GC. yeah. Oh, Our GC goodness. Ballers era, we had Paul Harris, Johnny Flynn. Desire Hayward, Mike Williams, my brother Demario Caesar, Rodney Pierce, Rodney Pierce, uh, uh, Q, yeah. uh, Terrell Lynch, uh, Franklin from the Falls. You know, shout mm-hmm. out to the Falls. You know, the Falls, Falls produced a lot of athletes. Too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That sure. came through our program. You know, Dejan Streeter from the Falls, VD Price from the Falls. Uh, you know, it's a long list back then. You know, yes. those are some of the guys that we coached back then that that put in the work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And went on to play college ball. You know For what sure. I'm saying? So. Big ups to those guys because they paved the way for yeah. the kids that's playing right now. You know, they was the stepping stones. And I always tell our guys about those guys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The coaches, you know, Big St. Clair for board, you know, Tommy Adams, Clair, Jeff Bishop, yeah. Hank Rankin. 
you know, Major Crawford, like I said, you know, those were some of the guys who brought me in in the basketball world at AAU and taught me the game, you know what right. I'm saying, the AAU coaching. But, you know, big ups to Tommy Adams because he was the one who actually brought me and my brother Mario into the GC Ballers right. basketball realm. You know, I didn't know nothing about AAU until he brought me into that because based on my little brother being as good as he was in right. basketball, you know, so that kind of took me off in the AAU field and then I wound up starting my own AAU program. You know, and Adam had, you know, Ty Hill Mosin, uh, Dane mm. Miller, Brandon mm. Trish, uh, Karan Briggs, uh, Manza Habib, uh, Rashawn Tab, James mm. Ewing. Yeah, you got boys. You know, I, I'm a, yeah. you know, those are some of the guys who paved the way for the younger guys. So it was levels to it, you know, yeah. with my coaching, you know, but I started out basketball as GC ballers and then I created the GC Cowboys off of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I created Upstate Basketball and I partnered with Mickey Walker out of Syracuse. You know, Malik Campbell, Jamon Brown, Phil Jones, they played the Upstate Basketball with yeah. Mickey Walker, you know? So I had the opportunity and the blessing to be able to meet Mickey Walker, who was a legend, you know, in the basketball world, you know, Coach Pros, you know? And I learned a lot from him, took me to Final Fours, introduced me to a lot of college coaches. So that's how I'm able to be able to put our kids in this day and age in position to go to college because of the teachers and, the, you know, the experts at basketball that I had around me to teach me the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a lot of teachers to teach me the things that I'm able to do now. So I can't take a lot of credit for the things that I'm doing now because it was some predecessors ahead of me who taught me this game and the kids with the athletic ability who I put in front of the college coaches had the game to be able to go get a scholarship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was just a bridge to a gap, you know right. what I mean? For the kids, you know what I mean? But it was a lot of guys who was doing this before me I'm just carrying the torch that was that was gave to me. How important is that, like for <clears throat> like a coach that's having a lot of success to uh, to I, I want to say reach back, but to like really pass it on to like someone else to like you know this man, is was, the way to do it. Man, it was major. It was major for me because I was kind of taught the right way how to do it, and I learned some of the wrong things how to do too as well mm -hmm. throughout my journey in the programs. You know what I mean, like. If I was a director, I wouldn't do this. For, and I learned a lot, don't get me wrong, but I seen certain things that I would do different, just me being the person that I am, you know, and, but it's, it's major because I, I see myself doing it now. You know, uh, Blair Helton is a young guy coming up, when I, up under me that I coached. Who that I gave an opportunity to be our freshman team coach at Health Science. He coached one of the age groups, you know, of one of our AAU basketball program. Mm -hmm. uh, Dallas Gary is another one that I coached as Dallas, a young man yeah. that's coming up. He got his own little training thing, you know, Dallas uh, Basketball Academy. Uh, Blair got the 21 Elite Sports Academy, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, Dez Randall is like one of my proudest moments that to give him back to a coach because mm -hmm. he came from Maine. I coached Dez too back in the days and he went to University of Maine and then when he came home, he wanted to figure out what he wanted to do for his coaching. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I gave him a team. I gave him, you know, Devontae Gaines. He had uh, Rudy Bragg, Justin Johnson, you know, uh, uh, Jalen. He had a lot of young guys that was really, really good at 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So to watch him grow as a coach to now, he's the athletic director at Villa Maria College. He's the head coach at Villa Maria College. So to watch somebody that came up under my, up under my tutelage and seeing him do it the right way, it showed me that I am giving back and showing guys the right way how to do things because he's a prime example of that. You know, he's a, he, he surpassed me. You know, I'm not a college coach. You know, he's a college athletic director and a college coach. You know, and he's my program coordinator for CGE, our AAU basketball program as well. So, you know, for me to be able to give back and have somebody to keep it going, because I know I can't do this forever. You know, I know I'm gonna jump into different journeys and different things like that. So for me to be able to give back and have dudes 
like Blair, like Dallas, like Dez, you know, like Rudy, uh, that's coaching in our program. Coleman is another coach that coached the girls' side, which he was always doing his Shout thing. out, DJ Up. You know what I mean? I want to leave him out, but he was already doing his thing, though, you know? Mm -hmm. So we kind of, like, partnered up, you know? But it was some things, you know, by me being in the game 20 years that he picked up for me, you know? And some things yeah. that I picked up from him as well, you know, because in the young realm, you got to know how to talk to these kids' language. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm old school, yeah. you know? So I'm learning the, uh, the new wave of how to, you know, relate and the bridge that got with me and the youngest that's coming up now, you know what I mean? So... They're learning from me, and I'm learning from them as well. So it's, it's, it's a great chemistry that I got going on in our programs. So, you know, big ups to a lot of our guys that's coming up. You know, we're doing things the right way, and we try to continue to do things the right way. So that's my motivation now is to try to teach young coaches to follow the right path. You know what I mean? To walk through the right doors, do things the right way, and then things will happen. It, it take a while, you know what I mean? But wrong one building today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Really? So mm -hmm. any any foundation, you want to have a solid foundation. You don't want to build nothing too fast. You know what I mean? Because it ain't going to be built with structure. You know what I mean? So I try to teach our guys, whatever you do, you know what I mean? Build it the right way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it start with a, a strong foundation. Mm -hmm. I know I see, like, just a quick follow-up, but uh, I know I see, like, the theme that <clears throat> we see a lot on this show and just in general is, like, uh, like there's so much talent out there like when it comes to coaching whatever it may be it's just that people just need the right opportunity right like how important is that just giving somebody t maybe taking a chance on somebody that you see a little bit in mm -hmm. and like just giving them that opportunity well that's what it's about you know what i mean and I always tell our kids you know take advantage of the opportunity within the opportunity mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and um that's what our program is about cg elite mm -hmm. you know cg elite sports academy it's about giving kids a platform where they can try to be the best version of themselves and to become the best version of themselves. You know, and anything you do when you first start out, you got to learn how to do it. You know what I mean? So we, we try to, it's levels to it. You know, for youth football, youth basketball, sports, life, it's always levels, right? So we try to give them an opportunity to grow. You know, we know you're not going to come in and be as good as Twan or as good as you at what you do, right. but we're going to allow you to take baby steps to grow. So I always tell our guys in basketball and football, it's like right now you're building your resume. So every year you got to get better. You got to have a starting point. Everybody has a starting point. And every year you want to get better. You want to get better. You want to get better. And then ultimately when you get to your senior year, you know, your resume is, is large. Where they can see how you came from ground level working and then building your way up to be elite. You know what I mean? Whether it's a job, whether it's athletics. If you're working, you want to be the best performer at your job that you can be to get the most money you can get. In athletics, it's the same way. You want to be the best athletic athlete you can be to, in order to obtain a scholarship to be able to go to college and get a free education and play the game that you love to play for free. You know, so that's the goal. And it take, it take time, you know what I mean? And if you take those steps and you are allowed the platform to be able to be yourself, no matter if you're good at whatever you're doing, then I think you'll be able to you know, prosper in life, sports, and whatever. So that's that's the platform that Corey Graham Elite Sports Academy gives is you can come into our academy at whatever age and grow. You know, you have an opportunity to be yourself. You won't be judged that you're not as good as him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's right. no judging. You will be with a group that's just like you, where you feel comfortable not knowing that I got to learn because we all got to learn. We all got to learn the same thing. Right. And when we got the advanced ones that come in, if you're more advanced, then we'll put you with that advanced group. You know, our job is if you're not good, we make you good. If you're good, we make you great. Development. If you're great, we make you a superstar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are the levels of our sports academy that we try to teach, not only in sports, like I said, but in life and in academics. 
Because if you're not smart, if you're not intelligent, your sports side ain't gonna work. Student athlete. You know, you gotta be a student athlete. You gotta be a student first. You know what I mean? You gotta learn, you gotta be educated. In order for you to be able to read a playbook in any sport, you gotta be able to read. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you can't read, then playbook ain't gonna do nothing for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what you try to provide, you know? And like I said, just not through athletics, through mentorships, you know what I mean? Our kids need to learn the difference between negative and positive peer pressure, the effects of it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Both of them. You know, our kids don't know how to make critical decisions. You know what I mean? They need to be taught how to make critical decisions. Right. Because in this day and age, our kids make bad decisions. Hell, I made bad decisions growing up. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't have nobody to teach me. You know, I learned through trial and error. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't want our kids going up in this day and age through trial and error because your first experience could be a bad one where you can't recover from. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm talking about death or jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've had that happen with close ones, my brothers, you know what I mean? My cousins, you know what I mean? Because we wasn't taught. So now we, what we want to do is provide workshops where we can teach you these things mm-hmm. at an early age. That way you can detect negative vibes. You can detect negative peer pressure. You can decipher between good and bad and evil. You know what I mean? Our kids need to know that. Mm-hmm. You know, that then they can detect if this coach has got value and interest in me versus mm-hmm. just want me because of my athletic ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we want to teach our kids to be able to decipher between that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we use athletics to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Our motto is education through athletics. So we're going to teach you all of those things through sports. You know what I mean? And that's my drive. That's my motivation. And that's what I do now. What's in yours? What's in yours? So let's, let's speed the, the little gas up. Let's, let's put a little gas on there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your... um? What's your favorite sports movie? Mm. Here we go. go. Now it's about to get fun. Yeah, we're about to, let's take this shot. Cause about to get, like, shot time, man. Oh, shot, shot time. time. Just right. to, you know, uh, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate you coming through, coach. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Growing up, mm-hmm. I would have to say the program. Oh, oh my God. Growing up, That's I, so underrated, that movie. I love the program. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Because it was so intense. You know, I was an intense football player. So yeah. it was it that was the football parts of it was intense. But at that time growing up, I didn't understand how he had to get a tutor mm-hmm. to be able to get his grades right. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand the whole steroid. The epidemic, pressure you know of it. Epidemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So a lot of those things that I was seeing, I was learning because I was a football mm-hmm. junkie. Yep. So I was absorbing all that, but really didn't understand it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then as I grew up, I'm like, damn. You appreciate it more. You know, I appreciated yeah. that movie. You know, so that was why that was one of my favorites. But to speed up to the last 15 years, it would be Remember the Titans. Oh, that's my favorite. Love that. Love that. That's mine right there. Oh, I'm coming across. That's mine. Oh, I mean, that's mine. Oh, oh, DJ, you might as well get ready. Yeah. So yeah, remember, you say, so be, which one you got, Coach? What are, what are the I got to go with the program. That's the program. where it started. Yeah. I have to go with the program. That's where yeah. it started at for me. But yeah, overall, program. I have to go with the program. Program. Yeah. DJ, yo, favorite sports movie. <laughs> so overall, my favorite joint would have to be Gridiron Gang. Ooh, yeah, okay. Gridiron Gang that was, was good. Yeah, like that, that was one of my favorite. Just because, like Coach was saying, man, they show real controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like when I played little league football, that we played in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So it was always some type of some violence going on. Sure. Gangs had beef. I played. For the Kansas and Panthers at first, we was in the Harden Lane like field, and then Bailey Boys was over there. You know what I mean? And so I, you know what I mean. I, I was raised uptown. A lot of my family was from Bailey, so I was safe. But it was, you know what I mean. It was beefing with other people, and they would bring it up to the field. And then I ended up playing for the uh, Buffalo Raiders later on, and it was Gy. You know what I'm saying? And we played right in the heart of Gy. And 
boys that come over them train tracks with all type of stuff. We had players that had to bring Nate, you know what I mean? They totally to practice. So I, I, it was relatable to me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When Gridiron mm-hmm. Game came out because, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't to the extent Steve. of, you know what I mean? Heavy, heavy gang banging, but I felt all, all, you know what I mean? All of that. And yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You said that because I coached in that era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And him fitting to say the Gridiron Gang is dead on because it was it was territorial beef. Like you couldn't oh, yeah, dudes sure. from JFK Hill Dweller couldn't go play for the vets. Right. Because oh, yeah. downtown had beef with Central yeah. Park. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like dudes couldn't from JFK Hill Butler, that's what I played for. You know, yeah. Hill Butler, Hill Butler Invaders. Yeah. We couldn't play for Kensington. Yeah, like like we had to get dropped off at Roosevelt Park. We couldn't yeah. run through the lane field over the bridge. We couldn't walk over the bridge. You know, it got a little crazy. So for real. in his era, that Gridiron yeah. Game would be a great, it would be a great informational movie because informational. Correct. He dealt with that. That was an era at one time where the kids had beef, depending on what little league mm-hmm. team you played for. Yeah, and for the kids to see the other side in the juvie home. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. That was good information. I, I'm, I'm applaud you saying no, that. That's, that's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Shout, yo, shout out to Inner City Cardinals. That's right. <laughs> we spank. We spank Inner City Cardinals. How? how? We had. I, I I played with with Naaman and we had undefeated teams. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he might, he might oh, we had TJ McDuffie. TJ McDuffie. We had. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's teams I was on. Yeah. Teams. I'm just letting you know. Coach Colonel. Coach Colonel. Colonel's my coach. Those are my colleagues. Those are my colleagues that I rock with. Yeah. That's that's my area. Future Bengals. A rock. Yeah, Rock. Yeah, Rock was people. there. One forties. Yeah, yeah, all that. All my yeah. yeah, yeah. My yeah. brother started out at Inner City. That's what's up. You know what I mean? And Corey Graham started out at Inner City. He did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That he team did. that that, yes. that was the first team Tubbs coach with Dude, Corey, uh, Hicks, Mario, Mario Jones, yep. uh, Wayne. That was a that was a hell of a team. Yep. That was a hell of a team. My brother was just <laughs> under that team. And he was oh he's older than me, but he was just under that team. Okay. And then I was young. Right. But yeah. No, in the city, yeah. uh, the Jones had a Scooby Doo. We was yeah. You know, I know we was tough back then. Yeah, we was city. tough. Yeah. That was like the best program in literally. Yeah. At, at one point, like, what, what, year, what year was that? What year crazy. was this? This is like nineties. Yeah. 92. Early nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm saying. I was in high school. Yeah, because yeah. when they got to the late '90s, it was all over. For nah, we still was say, tough we in the late the '90s. Crazy, we like still was tough in the late '90s. We two thousands. That's when they started to slip. Future Bengals, oh, yeah, it was crazy. We used to come there and scrimmage. What? Yeah, what? yeah. 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 we used to get crazy. Well, then we went to North Buffalo. They was in a different league. What that was that? That was Tyro. That was Tyro league. Different league. Crazy. That was a scary league. They were scared. They want to come see ECJ. Yeah, yeah, but that's a, that's on a whole nother show about that. You know, we're gonna, I, I we're gonna all keep together. Hey, that that Tyro League was scary, man. I got chips in every week. That's coach. right, coach. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's so a, it said Cheek DeWaga couldn't come in the ECJFL and put no work in. We played football in the championship. Spank. Yeah, yeah, with with white boys. Tell me, yeah, white and black. Versatile. It ain't no race involved. Ain't no race. It's football. It's just football. It's a real dirty bird. The dirty bird. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, that was before. Yeah. Oh, Skino, he passed yeah, the torch yeah. to him, man. Yeah, God, man. We played. The crazy thing is, we played against Ty. There's the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 
Might played against Buffalo. North Buffalo. We North Buffalo. Yeah, North Buffalo. Good ass game. They yeah. won though. I was tight, but we gave it all. We it was a good ass game. I mean, I see. Man, I see my man score a lot of touchdowns on y'all in a short period of time. I'm just trying to see what. My man Naaman scored a lot of touchdowns. It depends on where now. In the short period of time. It depends on where. I mean, we all did, but we all did. But I'm just saying, he did. Front boys looking at Tyrell and Walker like stack games. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like if we was ECJFL and you yeah. played against a Tyro team or a Walker team, you like you're about to have five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah that, that's how I felt. I know I had a circle. Every time ECJFL yeah. went, every time we went to, every time we went to North Buffalo, fail. We like it's go time. Yeah. It depends on what era. It's a tune up. We weren't playing. We weren't <laughs> taking that shit. Yeah. We nah. still, we still love the scrimmages because of it'll make you better. We used to love the scrimmages. And then y'all ran through Tyro. Come ran through it. Easy. And then once we scrimmaged the top team that was in a different league. Once we yeah, ran, come back better. The crazy. other people they had to play, we just ran them through them. That's yeah. how we knew we was top competitors because mm-hmm. we was playing the best teams. And that's what that's the whole dynamic of high school athletics in our area, which is bad because the best teams not playing each other. You know what yes. I mean? And the college coaches, they want to see it's hard to evaluate talent when you're not playing against top competition. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of kids and a lot of coaches don't understand or parents don't understand why their kids is not getting scholarship offers mm-hmm. because the the coach that you got your kid playing for is patting his schedule where he playing teams he know he's going to beat to position himself for the playoffs. Correct. You know what I mean? So now when you get to the playoffs and you play against a team like Health Science, Canisius, <clears throat> Bennett, uh, Timon, Bennett, yeah. you get what you're looking for. Yes. Because <laughs> you ain't build your team up to play against that type of competition. Correct. And not only that, even if I lose, I lost to Canisius 50 nothing. But I can send that film to a college coach, and they're going to be evaluate my D lineman or my wide receiver that has a good based game on their game. He's playing yes. against a top tier team, and this Correct. is what he's doing. So even though I lost for these, it's a win for us if our kid gets recruited off that game. All work is good work. <clears throat> can you, you know talk I mean? about that dynamic too? Uh, that dynamic of like how that's changed uh, over time, football and basketball. Like it's ter- terms of like because um, we talked about our, we all smile and we all talking about it, and it was, was different back I then, was right? And we would go play the toughest team. Right. And, like, we, we might get blown out, right. but we're going to go play them. Go play like, but I feel like a lot of times now it's not like that. It's like, you know, there is padding the schedule. Yeah. There is, like, yeah. protecting right. protecting kids. Right. Um, and I think it's just a bad culture. Mm-hmm. Of, it's a bad mindset of coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't blame the kids. Right. I blame the coaches because the coaches is the one who set the schedule. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then you got – this whole dynamic of the reason why it's like that in, in high school athletics is because the teacher is a coach, mm-hmm. you know, in Buffalo public schools, you have to be a teacher, mm-hmm. like a teacher, get the first option to be a head coach. Yes. So you could be so you brainiac could... in history, but mm-hmm. don't know nothing about football. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you will get the head coaching position over Mike over McDermott from the bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's the dynamic that is, setting us back as a whole, mm-hmm. as a city in athletics, because they are in control of our kids. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And a real coach, a real coach, you you come from real sports. Right. Having a real coach. Twan come from that. Coleman come from that. Real coaches want to play the best competition. Shout sure. out Coach Pat. Real coaches want to sure. play the best competition. Shout out Terrence McDuffie. Terrence McDuffie. Yeah. Terrence McDuffie. Don't nobody want to, don't nobody want to, 
be embarrassed. Don't nobody want to yeah, look back. Like what, I didn't have a problem with Bennett beating us. We lost right. to Bennett fifty-two. To, you playing the best team? Like, like let's, let's go. And play. that's gonna make us better. If right. we want to be the cream of the crop, you have to see what it feel like. Right. Mm-hmm. And you might lose this year, but next year you ready. You might be. It might flip. My first right. year, my football team at Health right. Sciences, uh, we went two and eight. Right. We won championship three years after that in a row. Mm. Exactly. Back, back to back. You know what I'm saying? Back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Went to the final four two years back to That's back. That's hard to do, coach. You know what I mean? Our state championship team might have been the COVID year when we couldn't advance to the States. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you so, were going to spank somebody that day. That year. <laughs> you was going to spank somebody that year. Well, that year they was all seniors. Ooh. That was yeah. our senior crop team in, in basketball Fuck COVID. and football. Fuck COVID. Yeah, basketball man. and football. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, we got cut short because of COVID and we couldn't advance in yeah. both sports the same year. Yeah. You know, but. I mean, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? It's the coaching and the culture of you have to change the rules of the game in high school to be able to let real coaches coach our kids because it's affecting the kids in our community. Right. You know what I mean? When they be like, well, that's not happening at a Catholic school. That's not happening at a charter school. It's not. Because yeah. you don't have to be a teacher to be a head coach. Right. We can hire the best coach available. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think until they change that dynamic, it's going to still be the same. Yeah. I I always disagree with that. And also, I, I don't like the fact that you can just sit there in the job and not perform at a high level and not be held accountable and keep, um, and keep it. And then the next person and then just due to the structure, the next person can't um, get that job because yeah. you just, you know, tenure and those, all those things. Now, mind you, um, they, and they, they get to do three, two yeah. or three t- sports. Mm. Yes. Like I can just, if I'm a teacher, I can just say, okay, I want to coach tennis and I don't know nothing about it. Nothing. Yeah. And, and, so I would, and if don't nobody, I can get that job mm-hmm. and that's crazy to me. Yeah. And they do it for the money, bro. They're not doing it. They putting so many kids at a disadvantage because then like we see it all the time. We get kids that transfer from public school or come into an right. AU program that play for these coaches. So this they is don't a, know nothing about this is this is raw, right? So this is raw. I can say this. I can say this. You got to keep it raw and uncut. He said, "Coach, <laughs> pause. pause. I'm, 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 gonna say this, I'm gonna just say this because Rob is sitting here. I feel like my daughter suffers from this, mm. and you know, Preach. you know what well, I'm talking about. Yep. She suffers from this. Like it's like when I bring her to you, it's like what she's learned all year is from a, a person that's just kind of in that spot, and they're not. I'm gonna say they're not. They're, I'm not saying not qualified, but they're just they're just in that spot. You know what I mean? And, and that's the disadvantage I'm talking about. Right. Like, so you're starting from scratch once I give her to you from. You know, and then I'm asking them, like, how, how are you a varsity <laughs> or a JV basketball Correct. player? And you say that you are one of the starters or, you know, you, you average these amount of points, but don't know basic drills or yes. basic steps in basketball. Yes. Like I, and this is well, this is what my coach is working. Can't be. Why? Why we? Why you can't but, get on the court and, and run and <laughs> yeah. run four minutes? Yep. So you know what I mean? You ain't ran off. So you're not doing nothing. You know what I mean? Basic fundamentals of basketball. Mm-hmm. So this is why I, I say it's hard. And you know what I mean? There's no discredit to boys basketball because I got high respect for it. Obviously, you know what I mean? That that's where I grew up in and then learned from before I transferred over to coaching girls. But for girls, it's Nobody, we already at a disadvantage because nobody really want to touch the girls off of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then when you get talented girls, it's either based off, you know what I mean? Somebody in the yard or big brother or uncle working with them and, and developing them. and Or they might get a chance to get a good coach every once, you know what I mean, in five years. So we taking girls that are from nothing and developing them into something. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why it's always, it's, it's always going to be a disadvantage or a challenge because – if you line up like, you know what I mean? As a boy, I, I come out with, I, mean, I could be, I'm not gonna say I could be born with the talent, but 
I may have that gift. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I might I might see that gift in my son at four years old. As a father, I'm getting them with the best coach or trainer at four years old and getting them right. And then I'm lining them up for school, whatever school has the best coach, and putting them in that position. You know what I'm saying? And then my son, once he gets to high school, like my, my 13-year-old son now, he's telling me where right. he want to go to finish out his eighth grade year and where he want to go for high school at because of the coach, for, right. because of basketball. You know what I'm saying? And as a father, I'm like, cool. Like, like he'd been at Westminster all his life. That's where I worked at. Before he, I mean, he was at Chitawaka Central first. But he worked with Dallas a couple of times in training. He's like, Dad, next year I want to finish my eighth grade year at King Center. I want to play in. Yep. You know what I mean? I know I'm going to get some burn over there. And now he's, he's making decisions. As, as a girl, they don't even think like that, bro. They just go wherever the wind blow them. Like, this is my district school. I'm going. You know what I mean? It's something right. in, in it's that area. Yeah. But it's I live in Chictawaga. This is where I'm going. I live in Maryville. This is where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. And not... And they don't think like because first is academics and w- which first, it should be right. academics should always be first, and if athletics is a choice, the academics is always going to outweigh athletics in that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, it's like, well, we can find a balance in between. Like a- academics is always first, but this is a great coach. So long as you keep your grades right, you go play wherever you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For girls, is no, I'm keeping you at. St. Mary's because this is the best academic school. Right. right, but I agree with that. I agree with that, but I be I feel like as a parent, I got to do my homework. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm gonna use health science for example, and I'm not biased because I work at health science. But if I got a a, a school that has a 93, 96 percent graduation rate, it might not be like Canisius. It might mm-hmm. not be like St. Mary's. It might not be like St. Joe's. But they got a 96 percent graduation rate. And the athletics programs is top tier. I'm gonna think about that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I'm gonna think about that. I yeah, might. I might be thinking right. about Canisius. I might be thinking about Joe's. I might be thinking about the district school. But if I'm trying to, like my daughter, for instance, yeah, Nevaeh, she's a track star. Mm-hmm. She went to Tapestry, which Tapestry is a track school. Yes, for sure. Right. She went to Tapestry in middle school, but when she got to high school, she transferred to Buffalo Sim. Right. I was against it because. You run track. Buffalo Sim is a prestigious academic institution for, sure. for girls. But you are an athlete too. Right. right? Yeah, find that so our job <laughs> as parents is to put you in a position where you're going to get a quality education and, and quality that, athletics. That end. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That has to be a part of it if your kid is that type of athlete. Now, if your kid is not a good athlete like that going then into high academics school, then academics yeah. is all the way. But if you feel like your kid is a potential scholarship kid, not saying D1 could be D2, right. but if you feel like your kid really got that gift or that gene that he could do something special, you have to reconsider that. I think there's a, a such thing as sports education. You can speak to that. Like you need the same type of education and the same type of program in sports as you right. would academics. Right. So if you're not putting someone in that right. in that position, and right. they're not going to succeed so in one or the other. We were struggling with a track coach in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a superb track coach. So now I brought in Jay Wright. He got his own AAU track program. There we go. He coached my daughter. Yep. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Jay, come on. I'm athletic director of health science. I want to put guys in position the same way I got put in position. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I know you're going to teach our girls at our school the right way. So now it's going to build our track program up. Yes. Oh, same thing with the girls basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, boom! Walk coming in from Westminster. Yeah, come on! You know what I'm Shout saying? out to the West. Like we want to bring in the quality players the same way I was brought in. Baxter brought sure. me in because of that. Well, I need an expert in basketball. That's what I need. So Mo Badger, Lindsey Taylor, 
derailed him to, to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he yeah. brought me in, man. They say, you the best. Yeah. Quote, unquote, supposed to be. Yeah. And I need the best in here because I want my kids to be taught the right way. You know what I mean? Because if you're teaching the kids the right way and you got a good structure and you got a good academic situation, the rest is finito. I, I, I totally agree. I got I got to drop a bomb of a question. Go ahead, because I'm about to speed this up. We about yeah, to run this well, I'm red a, light. I'm a, I got to drop a bomb of a question though. How you? So now that we on the women's basketball, how y'all feel about this Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, up. right? How y'all feel we about gotta, we between, got a between takes on this. both of y'all? Both like, of y'all. how do y'all feel about this entire situation and what transpired? I'm a competitor. You know what I'm saying? And I believe certain things come with the game. You know what I'm saying? So, regardless to Reese doing it to Louisville. I mean, Reese doing it to Kaylin. Kaylin doing it to Louisville. I mean, it's all in the game. I, I like, man, I can't imagine if they had a microphone and the technology Ooh. like they got to hear the stuff that I was saying. Yeah. That I was saying. Coach, you, you know be talking I mean? crazy. I, I, I used to talk, yeah. I used to talk crazy. Yeah. But, crazy. It's all, but it's all in the game. After the game, yeah. I shake your hand. Yeah. Get embrace you. Right. You know what I mean? And we move it. But inside those lines, it's fair, it's fair game, sure. you know what I mean? And it's, and it's and I don't even call it trash talking. No. It comes with the sport. It's the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and you seen when they interviewed Kayla, she had no problem with no it. No problem with You know it. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. as an athlete, as a dog, if you a dog, you know that come with it. Because I'm going to have my moments. When I'm yeah. shining, I'm going to talk my shit. Yeah. You feel talk me? So now when somebody else have their moment on me, she, I got to eat that. I got to eat got, it. Got yeah. You know what I mean? And she did. And she did. I, I like think the world made a bigger, a, a bigger issue of it. Versus the athlete, mm-hmm. but guess what? Everybody not athletes, mm-hmm. so they don't understand. Everybody it. don't understand they it. Don't understand so it. I, I understand yeah. people having their own opinion because they don't understand our world. You yeah. know what I mean? So you speaking from a perspective of a person that's not an athlete? Yeah, I get it. Yep, I get it. But if you yeah. was in our world, you would totally understand. You would be it. like, hell yeah, yeah. I gotta <laughs> see her. You know what I yeah. mean? Either that's way, that's what I did. Yeah. I was on the couch. Yeah, I'm clapping. But you know guess what? That's not different, Kaylin though. I oh, make she, sure that never happened again. Never again. Yep. Never happened again. You, this, you, know, you know she already never thinking that. What? Channel that. Channel she that. Already that's motivation. She's working out right now. And as a coach, that's what I tell our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, man, eat all that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, remember that. That, that sour pause, taste you got. Pause, pause. That's a pause. That's sour taste. But I'm a football guy, so it's a lot of pause moments. Yeah, man. Football, but, you know what I mean? That, that's the that's the that's the that's the nitro inside you mm-hmm. that that pump that blood up. You right. know what I mean, it should. It if brings it the best out you. If yeah. it don't, you're in the wrong sport. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean. So so I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. What's, what's your take on it? I mean, Go you coach girls the same way. I, I, man, I I tell my girls to go like that. We, you got to activate the dog. You know what I mean? And that stage, once those lights go on and you hear that horn, it's go time. Mm-hmm. If I had a mic, even in in. We, we phys ed teachers, even in gym class, when I'm playing with my kids, if I had a mic for the stuff I said to my students, yeah, I would be fired somewhere and never <laughs> right, be able to right, work with right. kids. You know what right. I mean? That's just that's a like. But like you want to bring out the best. It's in, a natural in the part of the game. That's it. Right. And when you're competitive, you talk like that all the time. You right. know what I'm saying? Let me give you a, a real life example that happened to me not even two months ago. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that's a fact. This, is real. It, this is real and wrong. It was a live moment. It was a live moment. We're in the Buff State sectional semifinal game, right? Here we go. Against Niagara Falls. Carlos Bradbury, the head coach. Shout out to Carlos Bradbury and the Niagara Falls team. Uh, they yeah, shout better, out to It was a better team that day, yeah. right? But their kids was talking so much trash to my kids. I felt like it was kind of punking us off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... 
I got the same son, you know, mm. to, you know, like, you know, trying to build my kids up because that plays a factor in the game. It does. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have easily laid down, intimidated or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So it, what I didn't like about it is Niagara Falls was trash talking us and my freshman, our, our, our freshman phenom, Amir Moy, he come down, get an one. He a freshman playing varsity. Yeah. He looked at one of their players and called him, you little ass boy, and they gave him a tech. Mm. But these dudes is talking trash the to our time. kids the whole time. I felt like I had to say something. And then one of the kids said something real derogatory towards me. You know what I mean? And, then, and 10 years ago, I'd have put hands on him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd have got kicked out of But I'm different sports. now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 15 years ahead yeah, of the game. I'm way more mature. Yeah, yeah. I'm an adult. You know what I mean? But it was a teachable moment because at the end of the game, when I got in the back tunnel, I told the coach what transpired. Right. You know what I mean? And we handled it that way. Right. Because I didn't accept it. You know, I just handled it different. And that was just my growth as a coach, me growth as a man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I could have went left. But my point is, they could have blew us out. Mm -hmm. Because our kids was kind of intimidated by the way the aggressive they was playing. And they was trash talking us. Mm -hmm. So I had to say something to, like, yo, they, tra they trash. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yo, let's, you know what I mean? And then when the freshman did what he did, I think that gave our team the morale, the motivation. Mm -hmm. But he had to get that tech for that to happen. And it comes with the game. And I'm looking at the ref like, ref, you hear the the, the, the trash right. talking that they doing, the magnitude of the game, and you give them a tech for that, and it's the emotion of the game. Right. And all Reese did was emotion. That was an emotion. Right. Same thing with Caden to Louisville. That was an emotion. Not mm -hmm. saying they bad people, yeah. but the emotion of the game, and you have to be an athlete to understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and our kids, that was a learning moment, teachable moment for our kids that y'all got to be tougher in these moments. You know what I mean? So I know it's going to help Kaylin. You know, it's going to help, you know, it's going to help Reese. See, now y'all about to go undefeated next year, coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's going to change know, all the boys. Yeah. But that was a, a real life experience of, mm -hmm. of that right there. Trash talk. Learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas though, if we don't get back at it and motivate ourselves, then mm -hmm. we're going to fold. Yeah, for sure. That lets you know this comes with it. It's levels to it though, because you can't get out of line with it. Right. Because what this kid said to me, like if that would have happened in a college game, he might have been reprimanded for that. Cause it would have been it would have been magnified. Right. Absolutely. What he said to me right. as a coach. He a kid. You know what I mean? But just to make a gesture, I mean Yeah. You know, you gotta be in it. You and they're doing it. it to each other too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And then you you can imagine that the talking that was said between the two of them during the game. Yeah, for sure. I can only imagine. You know, they might have been mm -hmm. calling each other bitches. Yeah, all that. No Man, the game is. I tell I tell all players this: the game is sixty percent mental and forty percent physical. For I say sure. it all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if your head not in the game, I don't care how sweet you are. Once I take you out your game mentally, it, you you no good to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Game the game. So yeah, the game is mental first, then physical. Because you know what I mean? You can have every euro step in the world, mm -hmm. but if your head not in, it's a bad game for you. You done. You know what I mean? You you're not giving me no points. You're not doing nothing for me on defense. So it's starting the head first. So that's my job. I want to get in your head. I want to take you out the game mentally. Yeah, right. I mean, that's my first defense, always. Get in right. your head mentally, confuse you, because you're talking to yourself, telling yourself your next move. But if you hear my voice in there with you, you're getting confused. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm in your head. Once I get in your head, that changes the game. I like that. It's true. So, so what's uh what's what's what we could look for the future with you, coach? What you got going on for the future? Well, I'm just trying to figure everything out. You know, I ain't, I know I ain't gonna be coaching AAU basketball for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I'm trying to pass the torch. 
you know, and then I got, you know, Ty'Kill, he's got professional aspirations. You know, I got my son, Devontae Gaines. He's got another year of college. Uh, so we're trying to figure that stuff out. You know, we got a lot of guys that's up and coming that's about to be college ready, professional ready. Yeah, so <laughs> I gotta, you know, I gotta start thinking about what I'm gonna do after I start coaching, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking about turning professional, you know what I mean? Working with kids, you know, trying to get them good representation. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm taking baby steps with that. You know what I mean? Because I like working with kids. I like working with amateurs. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to go on the professional side and then I won't be able to work with kids just yet. But I do want to be a, a sports consultant. You know what I mean? Where I can consult, you know, college players that's going pro. You know what I mean? And even professional players. You know what I mean? To show them, you know, how to make money outside of sports. You know, residual income. You know what I mean? How to make money while they're in the NBA or the NFL or whatever professional sports they playing. You know, I want to be able to show our people or anybody or any race for that matter, you know, how to manage your money, do the right things with your money and how to, you know, be successful in life. You know, because life after sports, you got to be able to live. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to maneuver. You want to be able to do the things that you're doing while you was a pro. Mm -hmm. And the only way you would be able to live that type of lifestyle after professional athletics is to set yourself up while you're playing professional athletics. And I think our kids don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? Our kids are shooting for the NBA and the NFL. They're looking at the money. But what if you don't make it, one? And two, if you make it, you're not smart enough to know what to do with your money. Right. So I want to be able to educate our guys. You know, I want to be in a position to be able to educate. Like, I always want to work with our kids to make them better. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have nobody to make me better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to learn through trial and error. My brothers had to learn through trial and error. Right. You know, and their experiences were a lot worse than mine's. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't incarcerated half of my life. You know, mm -hmm. they was. You know, I'd never been shot, thank God. You know, they have. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So my brother's kind of been through a rough road that I didn't go through. You know what I'm saying? So I done been on both ends of it. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to show the kids, man, how not to go down that path. You know what I mean? If I can show them different avenues to go down, because this is a scary world, man. This is a scary world out here. And these kids don't know how to handle it. You know, I done had a guy that went to, the, you know, to professional athletics, made a lot of money, and didn't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? And I had an agent. I done sat in the room with an agent, and the agent and I asked a, a client, are you going to be able to handle being a millionaire? And they couldn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that bothered me. That rock star yeah. lifestyle was you know a curse. I mean? So bro. as I'm oh, growing, man. I'm trying to grow into that field so I still will be able to help our people. Right. You know what I mean? Or anybody, for that matter, who need right. to help to be, to be educated on those type of things. What, what, would you tell, uh, what would you tell the next Coach Ty that's out there? about like what the community needs like because I, I i hear what you're saying i i want to give you your flowers for everything you do in the community like it's very important and i feel like like you said a lot of the coaches are doing it not for the right reasons yeah. um and you're doing it for all the right reasons but what would you tell like the next coach chai like what what does the community need right now or somebody that wants to get involved with the community that doesn't know how you got to build a relationship with them you got to because in this day and age, with all this, with everything going on, everybody got one eye open, one eye closed. Like, they're looking at you cockeyed. You know what I'm saying? They don't trust it. In this day and age, it's hard to trust people. You know what I mean? So anybody that's getting into what I'm into, you got to build the trust. And you got to build a relationship with the families so that they trust that you have value and interest in their child. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because if they don't, it's a dead issue. You know what I mean? And that's what we have. We have a lot of programs AAU basketball programs, youth football programs, where the coaches don't have valued interest in the kids being successful. 
you know, they're not teaching them. You know what I mean? The coaches are getting more notoriety of being a winning youth coach than the kid being getting the notoriety of being a good player. And to me, that's ass backwards. You know, so I believe in if you got a relationship with the community and you're building with the community, then the community will trust you and bring their kids to you because they're going to trust that you're going to put their kids in a good position to learn, to grow, and mature within whatever they're doing. You know, so building, I'm big on building relationships because a lot of the parents of the kids that came to my programs, they trust me mm-hmm. with their kid. You know what I mean? Like when they kid come with me, I'm their parent until they go back to their parent. Like I have that right. Their parents give me that right. Mm-hmm. And ain't no parent gonna give me that right if they don't trust me. Right. You know what I mean? So you yeah. have to have the trust of the parent before you do anything. If right. you plan on doing what I'm doing in the community, working with kids, it gotta be the trust. The relationships gotta be bridged. The gaps gotta be bridged. And they got to be able to trust you with their kid. You know what I mean? Trust you going to put them in a structured environment and help them grow as a person, as well as athletics. So, so you know we got to hit you with the uh, signature <laughs> question. Flatter drums, man. Chicken wings, when it come to these wings, flat or drums? You're a flat man or a drum man? I like small drumsticks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Golf balls? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I don't eat, I don't like, he asked me what did I like, flats or drumsticks, right? Yeah. Nah, that wait. was a question he asked yeah. me. Yeah. Well, small like, drumsticks? I don't like the uh, the helium. Oh, like the, 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 the yeah. you like big wings. wings. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I know yeah. what he's saying, though. I had to clarify it. Depending on where you one. go, they'll give you the bigger wings. I, yeah. I specifically asked. Yeah. Coaches you know what I mean? on, he says, I that a pause? Well, I said, yeah, because I'm trying to figure out what money going with that. Whether, whether, whether it's a wing. I like the little, the small ones. But I said, no, I didn't say small ones. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. DJ, oh, oh, yeah, DJ, yeah, DJ. I literally, because the kids got me on that. Like, I literally say exactly what I'm saying. I said, I literally, small drumsticks. Small drumsticks. So if they saying the drumstick is a pause, then I'm, I mean. Yeah, no, you good. You know what I mean? So small drumsticks. But even if it's a, even if it's a flat, I want the small flats. I do not want the steroid chicken. You don't like so you wings. want the flats or you want the drums? I want the drums. Extra crispy. Extra crispy. Extra crispy. Extra crispy. You the only freaky one in here, bro. Man, yo, you know? hold on now. Hold on. He, he went through flats. Yeah, so he want to bust them legs wide open. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he want to Yo, anybody can get flats. Yo, you know it should take too much work, man. Yo, it's too much work. It's for way me. too much work. You yo, gotta use two hands yo, to eat a flat, yo, bro. Yo, got to. It's too much. Go ahead. Nah, say what you gonna say, bro. Go ahead, coach. No, I mean the people that like flats. I mean, do you gotta you gotta say what you gonna say? Yo, why you acting scary with it? was wild. That shit was wild. It was getting wild. I don't even want nobody to think I'm thinking that. But it's a, it was a question on the flats, though. You know, I'm gonna let that go. So that's gonna be on next time. Next time. <laughs> Behind next the time. scenes. Behind the scenes. Joy. So, um, you you a car player? Yeah, I play cars. Can oh. you put a draw Ooh. two on a draw four when it's it comes to question. Uno? No. Let's get this together right now. You know. No. <laughs> hey, you know that's the Uno King. Tie the Uno King. <laughs> I'm not the Uno King. Tie the Uno King. <laughs> I became an Uno player. So I play Uno like poker, man. He played. <laughs> Last year, our gym went for bad, right? So we had to be in the cafeteria with, with our gym class. And we played Uno for four months. Oh I'm talking about like tournaments six, six and all that. No, no, it got real. It got real. Yo, I'm talking about. Yo, we got, we, we got addicted to it. Believe me, I wasn't there. So Baxter come in here and say, yeah. 
I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to violate myself. This is wrong, so Baxter man. coming in and say, "Yo, I'm tired of playing Uno. They better be reading the book." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, this gym, like, I yeah. didn't go read a book during gym. They need to, you know. Yeah. I'm tired of it. every time I walk here, they playing Uno, right? So he took, they took the Uno cards, right? We started playing on our phones. On our phones, <laughs> it was real. we got so addicted, bro. It was I tell bad. him, I tell him, lift your, open your laptops, and when he walk in, everybody act like you're on your laptop. <laughs> yeah. That's how horrible he was to play Uno, but the kids liked it though. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, need, they needed to get that stress and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Kids I mean? be cheating. So man. I kind of, you know, even though boss was like, "Yo, he tired of them playing Uno." It was good playing Uno though. Yeah, but yeah. I learned the Uno is different from when I played as a kid than yes. now. Yeah, it wasn't sure. all a draw. All the rules and all that. Yeah. Draw whatever. Yeah. Reverse. Yeah. yeah. Kobe told yeah. yeah. me draw pick, 20. Make, yeah. make yeah. up a rule. Pick up the pick blank up. card, yeah. man. His, Yo, that blank card is his favorite. Yeah, his favorite is make up a rule. I don't know why Ty fronting, man. Ty love when he get them blank cards. He said, don't worry about it. I'm going to pick up whatever because I know what I'm about to do. Wait, we playing with our wives, right? You know I'm going to say it, right? We playing with our wives. And this man Twan get a, get a blank card, and he said, "All right, all the women got to do push-ups. Oh, that's outside of Uno. Yo, that's they, was hot. they was hot. They was hot. They were so I, mad. I was a different type of Uno, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was bad. taking that to a different place. Crazy. Right? No, that, that blank card is a rule. So whatever yeah, that rule. whoever got that card right. can make a rule. They be acting yeah. crazy. So I'm like, okay, y'all got to do some push-ups. Right, 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 right. So. Spades, you play spades? Yeah, my family was big on spades growing up. You get cussed out, you man. You, you go get cussed play. out. They tell you don't never sit at the table. Yeah, so I had to learn how to play spades as a young. So young you play with the older ones, yeah, grandma, yeah, uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah you they jump across you like that. To get that head slapped if you make he, it wrong. He play, play with the aunties man. that cook that spaghetti. <laughs> That's Auntie with the fat arms spaghetti. I'm talking about my family. We take it. I'm talking about almost breaking the table. Yo, smack, smack, yeah. smack that thing. You know or come mean? across the table if you renege. Man, listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get you real. You, you couldn't renege. You make the wrong play. Not re- renege. You getting your ass worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if they throw out that jacket hurt. And you fucking throw out that king and not knowing what Coleman had, he thought the eight auntie ready to slap him. Yeah. My jack, what you doing? You don't know what you're doing. Somebody get this motherfucker out of here. Get him up. Get him up you out of here. So I come from I come from the space from yeah, for space real. Space that's space. A, that's me too. Granny, uncles, man. They it take real serious. So Uno or space. space. Gotta pick one. Space, space. all day. Space for sure. Space. Space, I'm going space too. I'm going space too. That's a nameless right there, man. We liking that. We liking that. So, Drew, Drew, oh, we got to shout out Drew. He behind the scenes. He said it's time to wrap it up because you asked. Shout out to Drew. Yep. So, it it has been definitely a pleasure. We love having you on the show. Great company. Hope no, it's not your uh, last time. We could do a no, part two because we, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? yeah, we, we got a lot of questions we didn't hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of questions we didn't hit. We gotta bring you back. We got yeah. the DJ. He on the ones and twos. I hear it. Yo, yo. I hear it. No, I definitely, yeah. I definitely uh, appreciate you guys bringing me on. You know, uh, anytime I get a chance to, you know, share, you know, my stories and, you know, my platform that the things that I do for the kids, you know, it's definitely appreciated. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't know. You know, a lot of people do know about what we do but a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. so anytime i get opportunity to be on the platform to be able to speak on you know how good our kids have been you know uh how good our programs are doing you know to let the parents know you know if they want their kids to be a part of a, a family organization you know we're just not an organization we're a family organization and we want to help the parents raise their kids mm-hmm. you know what i mean because that's what it's about 
I'm big on each one teach one. You know what I mean? It takes a village to raise our kids. You know what I mean? And I want to surround the kids with the right people for them to be able to excel in life. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate y'all, appreciate you guys for giving me the opportunity to be able to share, you know, what we got going on with the world. For sure. We appreciate it greatly. So yeah, I think we it's a wrap. And I definitely love to come back. Listen, we got we gotta bring you we back. That's you, a, no question. Gotta, <laughs> if you want to play some uh spades or some Uno or something when you come back. Yeah, come back. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll break it out. Yeah, yeah we'll we break it out when you come back. We could definitely do that. Uh, yeah, sure. Whenever we whenever y'all ready, I'll, I'll just let me know. Gotcha. I, love, I love to be a part of this. It's a good thing y'all got going on. We appreciate you. Appreciate that. It's a lot, man. So again, man, we out, man. We see y'all next week, next episode. Next episode. What you want to do? Describe them before you we listen, leave. Or listen, just, like, subscribe, comment below, uh, and then subscribe again. All of that, like to all the pages. Uh, what's in yours? Uh, all the pages, everything. Tom, Tom, me to shout out fourteen films. I'm gonna do that. Fourteen films. Like, subscribe. Got to. Uh, you want your comment, shit looking like everything. this? You want your shit looking like this? <laughs> everything. For he, sure. He make porn videos too. Man. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Whoa. That's not, crazy. not Booty Talk 66. <laughs> Booty Talk 66. Shot by my boy D White. <laughs> Mr. Marcus. Listen. <laughs> Angel, Angel Reese. Angel Reese. Angel Reese. <laughs> Angel Reese. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's a not, rap. That's a rap. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, <I'm> crazy. <laughs> yeah, we about to-